0: So this will be our first episode on um, Strategic Stripping, the podcast, and it'll be on the YouTube channel as well. Why not? And I think it would make the most sense if you and I started at the beginning, the beginning, like why we got involved in this at all in the first place and then from there move on to where we are now so that's a long journey (laughs) from from there to now so so just from the start like start talking about uh your background like where did you come from are your parents religious like how the heck did you decide you wanted to start stripping was this way out of your comfort zone like why where did this come from for you
1: so I grew up in a fairly Catholic home, okay? But I don't think, I didn't have a Okay, I need to go ahead and kick This stereotype out, I didn't have A horrible childhood At all, I didn't have Daddy issues at all Me and my dad are pretty close My dad and I are really close He doesn't know, but I'm sure He hasn't found out Ah, I I didn't know, he didn't know Yeah, he doesn't know, he doesn't know He doesn't know, I (laughs) still my mom found out she, she found a bag filled with my this is a, a time period that I went back to live with her and so I, I stayed with her a few months and she found a, a bag that had my dancer clothes and of course the obvious dancer shoes but she didn't say anything she just kind of made a face and she was just like you know she just anyway she made a judgy face but it wasn't to the extreme and besides i'm an adult so Mm -hmm. okay so back to where i'm from and what i grew up in so um i grew up in the east coast and at a very young age 16 maybe 15 no 16 16 i started making my own money and i really really liked it like i know that at, at a young age you know, you either like to work and make your own money or you don't. Yeah. And at a young age, I, I really did. I didn't want to ask my mom for money all the time. I just didn't, I didn't want to ask her for money. I didn't. So I liked making my own money and I liked having cash every day. That was a big thing for me. Like I really enjoyed when you wait tables, you go home with cash. You don't have to wait for a paycheck a weekly or biweekly. You don't have to do that. So that's what I noticed right away that every single day, and I was in high school still obviously, so it was nice to have my own cash. Like it was nice. It was a good feeling to buy my own things. So that's where the the independent part of me came from. But then I realized at that age, really young, that men spend money on girls for no reason. Like, yeah. just because, just because. How did you so realize that? Hurt.
0: How did you How did you find that out?
1: My manager at the restaurant I was working at was a big strip club fanatic.
0: Mm, and you and knew? And he used
1: to go, and yeah, he was very like open about it. He used to go all the time on the weekend. I couldn't go with him, but everybody else could go with him because I was under 18. So I couldn't go with him, but um, one day- Was yeah, he cute? Yeah, I think was not ugly he was just an arrogant asshole okay. made my life miserable at work he probably pushed me to like get the hell out of that restaurant because he was a fucking punk like, he was a <laughs> kind of guy that if he showed you some attention if he, he tried to flatter you and you try to like be like ill no stop like he would make your life miserable yeah
0: like, oh okay. you can leave
1: work early you can't because you didn't text me back yesterday <laughs> like he Aww. was that kind of guy okay super weird So I, I, the girls that he would go see at the strip club would go to the restaurant and then I would see them and I would be like, holy crap, like those are strippers, like they weren't even that, that attractive, but you can tell, you can just tell that they would make money, that they were all wearing designer clothes and, you know, they would even tip us as waitresses, they would tip us like big tips and you can just tell, like they just wanted to share their money because they had money. Yeah. And then I just thought to myself, I think I want to do this. And I was very just, I stuck to the idea. I just wanted to do it. I just wanted to do it. And I knew, knew that I didn't want to do it at um, anywhere close to my hometown. It, and I, to the point where I wanted to go out of state. So I started thinking of Florida. And then, I don't know why, I just, I just like, I just started thinking, okay, I think I Googled Top ten clubs in the United States, and Mon's Venus for some reason popped up to me
0: because it's one
1: it of the top ten. It was one of the top ten, and maybe it stood up, stood out to me because um, it was in Florida. I remember, like, really young, like we would take trips to Florida, and um, I just always thought, wow, it's really nice here, the water. Because where I was at, the water wasn't that great. So when I saw the the water from the Gulf Coast, which is the Tampa area. I was like, wow, this water is amazing. It's so clear. It's so pretty compared to where I was at. So I just, it just stuck in my mind. Florida, I was in to dance in Florida. And it set in my mind for two years. It wasn't an impulsive thing that I just, oh, I want to do it. And I told a couple of my girlfriends, ha, 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 I laughed about it. I told no one. I mm-hmm. told no one. And I sat on that idea. And I saved enough money. I think I saved, like, three grand and I just got in my little hoopty. My, I loved my little car. I just got in my little car and as soon as I turned 18, as soon as I graduated high school, I left. So
0: what did that look I like? You, okay, so you just left. You got in your car and you drove.
1: What was And I drove to Tampa and it was so ballsy and it, and I, I'm so proud of myself because I, I left and I just left. Like I just left and i remember just getting a hotel for a week it didn't even take me more than a week i put ads looking for roommates and i ended up getting uh being a roommate in a really big house off this lake um with a bunch of college students and i just girls I loved guys it. both both the main person was a guy and he was just like as long as everybody minds their own business it's fine like you're fine
0: Okay, so, all right, so you get in your car, you start driving, you had no plan?
1: I had no plan, but I, the only thing I had in my mind, and this is another thing, I just truly believe that the willpower, I don't know, like, I had this desire to just, I just, I don't know, I just wanted to, I just wanted to dance, and I wasn't going to dance in my state, I, I was so paranoid, I didn't want to even dance, like, some girls go out of, out of, like, town, no, I, I was like, fuck this. I want to be somewhere where I know for sure I'm never going to run into anyone I know. Right. And, yeah, I went really, really far. <laughs> so, and it was the best thing I could ever have done. Like, it was awesome. The first night I went into the club that I had already had my mind on, Mon Venus, it was awesome. It was It was awesome. And
0: How did you do your first night?
1: I think I did, like, 400. Okay. I went in, like, at 9.
0: What, do you know what day it was?
1: um no but I think it was like a Wednesday no actually if I remember now Liz hired me so it had to be like a Wednesday ah
0: okay so you made $400 your first night what was your what, what was your reaction to that
1: I was just really happy like I knew it like I was like I knew I knew it I was like this is just and it to me I kept thinking like oh I'm new like no I it was good it was good. That was really good because I was only there a few hours.
0: All right, tell me about the audition experience. What was it like for you? You went, Okay, so you went in, and what happened? Like, as soon as you walked in the door, what did you say? How did you get hired, and did you start right away, or what happened? Okay,
1: so this is funny. I was Googling on what to wear at an audition, mm. and for some reason I came across this Yahoo Answer thing, and it said it's better to go dress the less you show the better I don't know that's what I read I go in black dress pants like I go in like a real work like a real work what is it called
0: um, you're going to get a interview. real job yeah okay. like I go
1: looking really professional I don't know why and Liz looks at me and she goes I'm just gonna tell you right now if you're not tone you're not you know we, we gotta like what we see and then I kind of like giggled a little all of my life, like throughout high school so right. I, I was pretty fucking toned. So yeah. I was like, okay, what do you want me to walk in naked to show you what I got? I, <laughs> and I got on stage. She goes, you know, by the third song, got to be fully nude. And I was like, yeah, that's fine. And then as soon as I got down, she's like, yep. She's like, you want to start tonight? And I said, yeah. And that was cool. Like I just thought it was so cool. Like it was so cool. That is a very and I just want everybody that's listening to know. That is a really strict club. I mean, they have the right to do that because they have a really good reputation on the most beautiful girls. Yeah. they really do. Like, yeah, they're very They don't have to do anyone. Which, I mean, if, if you're a club owner and you want to hire a certain type of meat, that's fine. I know when I went to Miami, w- once I went to Miami, there were certain clubs I could not dance in. Because they only wanted, like, big, big... I mean, I know I have a booty. But they wanted, like, big ass. Like, that mostly particular for like black celebrities and stuff like
0: what club. clubs you remember there's
1: a club I think it's called 11 I
0: got hired there so I guess no
1: no no, no hold on it can't be 11 because 11 is the one that's 24 hours right yes okay never mind it's not 11 because I, I danced there too it's got to be another one but Drake sings about it and I know that they don't hire, they don't like because it goes down to, again and this is not being racist at all, it goes down to the the particular audience and it has nothing to do with anyways, it doesn't even have to do with black there's a lot of Hispanic guys in Miami that like big ass, you can be a black girl you can be a Hispanic girl but that has, that's very very curvy I mean extremely curvy and that's fine, everyone has to go to the club that they're going to you know, appeal to, I never dance in Atlanta, but I did get a few customers at Mons Venus that would tell me, a, a little bit older white customers, that would tell me, the way you dance and the way you look, you would make money in Atlanta, and I was like, well, how do I dance? And they go, you dance really slow, as opposed to some girls like to twerk and like, right, shake their ass right. and I, I dance very sensual and slow. And that appeals to older men.
0: To make consistent money, I think that's the best way to do it. Because twerking and stuff, that's fine. That's all good and fine. But that's for somebody that's, like, in a hurry. You know, that's not for somebody that wants to get dance after dance after dance after dance with you, I think. Yeah, yeah. So you went down, and had you? did you have your hotel booked before you got there? Did you get down? No, I I mean, when
1: I tell you that I just packed my bags, my cushion and safety was that I that I put away three grand for this road trip Right. so worst come to worse and I, you don't even spend that much money driving like with gas worse comes to worse I would have showed up to mom and I wouldn't have gotten hired or I would have gotten so scared which I knew that wasn't going to happen because I was anticipating Whereas I would have just made like a round trip just drive to Florida right. but I was pretty confident because I had three grand and I was like I can easily, there's hotels that that'll let you stay for a week, and they'll, like, give you a week price. Right. So, that's what I did, and then I didn't realize how easy, but I think it's all the universe, like, it was all working for me, because I, I had been anticipating it, and it just, and it was supposed to happen, because I, I thought I was going to stay at a hotel for at least two, three weeks, but... Within a week, someone responded on this online thing that they were looking for roommates. Where did you go?
0: What site did you I go to? I put
1: in Google. I typed in what was the big, like a big college there. Because I wanted to like, I didn't want to just go to Craigslist and get some weirdo. I, I wanted to go to like, um, to appeal to college kids. Because they're typically always looking mm. for roommates. So I put in USC, which I think that's the Tampa College. Anyway, that's, I Googled the Tampa College and I put the name of the college and I said looking for a roommate and then I put the college name I mean they didn't ask me hey are you really a college student there? <laughs> they saw that I was a young girl and yeah I talked to the guy who was in charge of the house and he was like yeah you're fine I think they asked me like once do you even go to school there and I said no and then that was it and they I had enough money to give them up front for the month so they're not gonna ask me questions right he's like okay that's fine
0: so you rented a room for a week. I'm sorry, you rented a hotel for a week, right?
1: And I found my room, and I was good
0: to go. What did you have to put down to get your room, and then what was your rent per month?
1: It was like 400 a month.
0: Cause it was oh, like a five,
1: wow. Yeah, it was like a five-bedroom house, and everybody paid like 400
0: Wow, that's a really good deal. It
1: is. The house was nice and then I think we only stayed there six months because um, I caught them off like everyone was gonna like school is about to be out and a couple people were gonna move to the to dorms and stuff and the main guy was just like well I'm gonna get an apartment do you want to come live with me but by six months I was already banking so I had already enough before the six months, I had already enough to go get my own apartment and get do my own thing. Yeah. But I was just taking advantage that I was only paying 400 mm-hmm. just to save a little more. So, that was really easy. After six months, he was like, well, everyone's going to go their way. If you really need help, I can be your roommate. If not, then you got it from here. And I was like, yep,
0: I got it from here. So, when you first moved in, it was $400 a month. Did you have to put anything down? The rent. 400 down and then 400 a month. It was, And that was it. You didn't pay... Anything above that to get a roommate to get started? Mm-mm. Me and my sister paid a fucking shitload of money to get started in Florida. I but think they were really
1: lucky.
0: You did it really smart. Her and I went for our own place. I think I put down, like, th- I think I put down oh, over... Th- see, that's the problem when you go for your own place. Yeah, it was fucking expensive. I think it was, like, $3,500 because it was... $1,300 a month, and we needed to put down first month's rent, last month's rent, and security payment, and and then we paid from there, so our rent was, I mean, to start ours was hella expensive so you did it that's really think smart about it,
1: it's a little more personal when you go with someone else, you know, like if someone is, has their house set up and everything and they just need to fill a room up yeah. it's easier for them to just be like well, go ahead and give me this month, and you can stay for a month until, you know... Right. You pay month to month until... And... you don't have money, then we kick you out.
0: And so, how did that work out for you at first? Was it, like, I mean, for the time that you were there, was it comfortable? Was it...
1: Yeah, it was, actually, very comfortable, because when I was working at night or whatever, I mean, I wasn't home, during the day, I was alone, and one of the guys had a girlfriend, and she would kind of, like, get a little suspicious, but... We had a conversation towards the end, and I told her that I dance at Mons. She said that she didn't realize how much uh, school loans would be, and that she always jokes about how, like, she would be a dancer, but she said she knew knew too many people and had too many people in in Tampa, like too many family members, that she couldn't do it. If only
0: she had realized (laughs) that all those people probably would have given her money if they saw her at work.
1: Yeah, but then she said she did have a few cousins that specifically went to Mons. Venus.
0: They probably would have given her money, too. <laughs> Let's be honest. Yeah, that's
1: true. Yeah, it is but, true, for
0: real. I bet anything they would have, for real.
1: Also, I just want to go ahead and, and say, um, when someone is treating you like shit constantly, and they probably, you know, think they're going to belittle you or whatever, I'm really thankful for that manager I had, because I, understand. I even remember him saying at one point, uh, he was standing hovering over me while I was at the cash register uh, cashing someone out. And he and I made a simple mistake. And, and this, something small that the customer didn't even notice. And I just deleted it and did it right back. And he giggles and he's like, and he was doing this because he's a man, a bitter man, and I didn't want to go out with him. Mind you, he was trying to go out with me since I was 16. I was probably 18 at the time, but he was just disgusting. And he says, Ugh, don't ever leave here, because you're never going to be more than just a waitress. I, I was
0: like, what the? swear to God, people like that. You know, sometimes, sometimes it is good, though. Sometimes it's good. Sometimes it'll give you that drive to be like, you know what, fuck you. So, well, good. I'm glad that that happened. And
1: then, yeah, and then also, the beauty of not having a schedule.
0: Yeah, that's... Um, serious that's very serious yeah.
1: that is uh, like wow yeah what about you melissa when was the day that you said fuck this i'm
0: gonna be a dancer i'm gonna go back way back and then take it forward really fast when i was 12 i started working doing housekeeping for my parents friends i did that quite frankly so i could get out of school because i was homeschooled And I knew if I worked instead that I could get out of doing schoolwork. And I did it in part so that I could help my parents with bills. Because I knew that my dad worked his ass off and it made me feel bad and I wanted to be able to help. So... All of a sudden, my mom's friend asked if me and my sister would want a job doing housekeeping. So I started doing housekeeping at like 12 and I realized within a few years, I was 15 at this and I was like, people do this their whole lives? Like people work all the time their whole lives? and then they retire and die. Like, there was something really fucked up about that to me. Like, it seemed so depressing. Like, from going from like 12 to 15, and I was only working a couple times a week, and there was something about it that just seemed fundamentally fucked up. It just felt like there was something that was wrong. And I didn't like it, but I knew I liked money, and I knew that, I wanted to make money because I wanted to help the people that I cared about and myself. So three years later, I ended up getting a different job, worked in a movie theater for a while and then I worked waiting tables and I worked at Best Buy and I hated all of it. Like I hated being told what to do. I didn't like going to work for other people when they told me to. I didn't like having a boss that was a fucking asshole. So I turned 18 and I moved to South Carolina and within about six months, I had six different jobs. I think I quit four of them and I got, f- did I get fired from two? I think I got fired from two of them. I know I got fired from one of them.
1: Did you dance in South Carolina for the first time?
0: Yes, the very first time okay. I danced was in South Carolina, yeah. So I had worked at like four or five different places and I was finally off to look for a new restaurant to work in and I go to this place called The Cake and Chicken I asked them, can I make $100 a night here? Like, that was my, like, I thought that that would be, like, the ticket, right? If I could make $100 a day, like, I was trying to figure out, like, how much money I could save and make and all this other shit, and... This lady says, yes, you can You can probably make $100 a day here. And I thought, alright, I want to work here. And part of the reason why was because I could pick my own dress code. All I had to do was wear their logoed shirt and then I could wear whatever I wanted besides that. I could wear jeans, I could wear shorts, I could wear black pants, I could wear, like, whatever. And that felt like freedom compared to the other places I had worked, where you have a full-on dress code and all that stuff. I don't like being told what to wear and anything like that so i start at this restaurant and immediately i can tell that all of the girls and i mean all of them did not like me
1: really
0: yeah yeah i don't know if you've ever worked somewhere like that before but yeah I mean, have you Every-
1: everywhere is pretty much in a- <laughs> I hate to sound this way but everywhere that's not the strip club is like that. It has been a little bit like that for me in a way until they really get to know me and then they're like, holy shit, she's funny or holy shit, she's pretty cool. But I think that's just life.
0: Fuck that. I thought that was crazy. I really had no idea why everyone didn't like... I mean, and they really... They made it obvious they did not like me. So I kind of got used to that. But I also realized, like, I really hated my job. And... I had this one night that was just a breaking moment for me. I was on the floor with two other girls, and they both got sent home. Have I told you the story?
1: No, I, I don't think so.
0: Okay, so I'm on the floor with two other girls, and it's, like, late. It's, like, 9 o'clock at night or something oh. like that.
1: Yes, you have, where, they, where for some reason you were left with a whole restaurant by yourself.
0: Yeah, yeah, the other two girls go home, and then all of a sudden, out of nowhere... It was like the heavens opened up and the floodgates just kind of like came in, and the entire restaurant filled up at the same time. And I was the only server that was on the floor. So, I'm running around as fast as I can from table to table being as polite but quick as possible. Like, hey, my name's whatever, Uh, I'm going to be your server, can I get your order? That was it. And I come up to this one table and I say exactly that and this girl looks at me, it was her and two other guys, she goes, we're all in the service industry and you're the worst server we've ever had. And I was like, oh, OK, I was like, uh, yeah, I was like, well, I was like, could you could you look around the room for a second? I was like, uh, you, you see all of these tables, um, they all just sat down just like you and they're all my table. So could you just give me your order? You can blame it on me if you fucking want. That was your breaking point, wasn't it? That was it. That was my breaking point. That was the night that I went home and I was like, I don't want to keep fucking waiting tables anymore. I don't like it. I don't like the people I have to deal with. I don't like the people I have to work with. I don't like waiting on people for change. Like, I I really weighed this out and I was not happy.
1: And I just want, like, everyone to know, because this is also, like, very important, that it doesn't mean that we are discrediting waitresses because I know there's people out there who are really great servers and they make really good money and they're very happy and it all comes down to us being happy with what we do yeah and and I've been dancing for a while and I'm pretty happy about it there's some cons but
0: but there's way more pros
1: and and the money makes up for the cons and there's ways of hacking some cons
0: yeah true
1: And you're obviously here listening because you want
0: to dance, so. Or make more money dancing. Both of those are really good reasons to to be here and to learn, so. So that was definitely, that was it. That was my breaking point. I went home, and I think maybe I've always sort of been a little bit on the optimistic side. On, like, the kind of extreme. That's good. It's worked for me so far. So I literally thought if you could have whatever you wanted, What would it be? And this wasn't a, if you could have whatever you realistically wanted. It was like a, if you could have whatever the fuck you wanted, what would it be? So I really thought about it. What do you really want? Because I thought, I have my whole life to figure this out, so I might as well try to figure out what I really, really actually want. Not settling. I thought, whatever it is that you want, you can figure it out. Even if it doesn't happen right away, there's a way to figure out a way to work and make money and actually be happy about what you're doing. And this is just a thought that I had that I was completely hell bent on. I thought for sure it was possible and that's all I believed. So I thought about it and I said, I want to be able to make a lot of money really fast. I don't want to have a boss. I don't want to have anyone tell me what to do. I want to be able to vacation whenever I want a vacation. I don't want to have to ask anyone for it. I want to work whatever hours I want to work and I don't want to have to deal with people that I don't want to deal with. And looking at that in retrospect that doesn't seem possible right it
1: doesn't seem possible for someone who isn't optimistic like if i were to say that to my mom she would be like that's not life life doesn't work that way you gotta work for everything hard and you're gonna get the minimum and it's not like that and those are the same reasons why i was intrigued really young by dancers because they were their own bosses they were their own Contractors, they're their. I didn't even know what your own contractor was at seventeen, sixteen, but I just knew they had the whole fucking day to do whatever while they were eating at lunch, you know, lunch hour while they were eating, hanging out with their girlfriends, drinking margaritas and eating whatever the fuck the special was because she is I don't fucking know <laughs> everybody else was at work or would come in in their work uniform because they were on a lunch they had to leave like right away can I go ahead and place my order I gotta go back to work Right. And you could just tell the difference the re- the relaxed like and, like the relaxed vibe that they had because they didn't have a time schedule like, they didn't have they didn't have to be anywhere it's just, it just you can tell right away Right. and I really like people watching so I could just tell I mean, it was just
0: good. I didn't know you were a people watcher.
1: Yeah, I, I do like watching people. <laughs> so does my
0: dad. He's like a professional people watcher.
1: I like people watching, but I also like to interact with them. Because in order to re- be really a good people watcher, you have to have to stand by and just watch the people. <laughs>
0: <laughs> in order to be a really good people watcher?
1: <laughs> oh, you can just go and mingle. Like, once I'm like, all right, that's it. Let me go talk to that person. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. just seen
0: the purpose of people watching. <laughs> so yeah, so that was, that was the moment. That was the moment for me. And, and here's something I want to say that I think is really freaking important. Like, I think this is really, 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 really important. Is your level of belief, no matter what it is, is what will get you to what you're after. Yeah. If I had thought, if I had thought about the stuff that I just said and then I stopped and I was like, "No, that's not possible." I would still be waiting tables. <laughs> exactly what you said, not talking shit to people that are waiting tables. That's a hard job. But if, if someone's
1: happy with something and you know you want something else then gotta go for it
0: exactly and if they're here listening to us right now they don't want to be waiting tables exactly and i
1: i say it like that because in that restaurant specifically there was an older lady who was in her 40s probably and she's a good waitress and and she that's she's happy she's happy about it like she likes she's really good friends with the owners of the restaurant she likes working for him and she's content if you're content you're content you're good no one's going to change your life journey, but you. And if they, she's genuinely happy, so that's, that's awesome. Good for her.
0: Yeah. The thing is, well, I feel like she's probably not genuinely happy. But obviously, I don't know that that's true. She maybe could that's be.
1: True. If she, but if she wasn't genuinely, genuinely happy, and she's not doing anything about it, then it falls back
0: on her. Yeah. Or, and this is another reason why I'm really, really, really happy that we're doing this is because I can imagine there's a lot of people that pretend to be, or genuinely try to be very content because they just don't think that they can do anything else. And that's a great reason to genuinely be like, okay, well, this is what I have. I'm going to make the best of it. But seriously one of my one of my serious hopes for this entire journey that we're about to go on me you and anybody else that follows this i really hope that we learn about investing and about how to really make life go really good for all of us because why not cuz it can if you invest your money the right way your life can radically change this whole work until work for everything no one of us want to do that so hopefully we can figure this shit out and i think we can we will yeah we will i agree i agree we will we seem so to stick that's to the it background to us to valentina rose
1: and Valeska bloom Wait, i also want to um, emphasize from your little background story, my little background story, we're regular girls, but we went through an amazing journey. Oh
0: my and God, it's so been much. crazy. And not
1: just that, but we've made a lot of money.
0: We've made a lot of money. I wish I knew how much money is. <laughs> I really do. I wish I had kept track of this. Cause...
1: If you're listening to this and you're really young and you're still hesitant, you have nothing to lose. You really do That's true. And and you should really start saving money because I just, when I was younger, I
0: didn't. Yeah, right there, that's probably the most important statement out of the entire podcast is if you're just starting this, even if you've been doing it for years, it doesn't matter. You should start saving your money. That's the most important line in the entire podcast because that is so, that's so important. There's no way you or I could explain how important it is right now. And they're not going to know. They're not going to know until later in life when either they've saved their money or they haven't saved their money. And then they're going to have an awakening on whether they have or haven't. And yeah, saving your money is ridiculously important it's the it's probably the most important thing about stripping wouldn't you say
1: i think there's no point in in making that much amount of money if it's just gonna go to waste if it isn't gonna go anywhere then you could be working a normal nine to five yeah and be surviving off of that yeah and I've, I've learned that i've learned that a lot that some nights i'll be like man tonight sucked i only made two hundred dollars and then i think to myself no wait you know, there's people that make a little bit over 200 a week. I just made exactly. a mistake. So when I go back and I make almost a thousand dollars, I think, wow, let me let me get the 800 dollars difference and put it somewhere because you don't, you know, you have to save your money. And th- that's the beautiful thing about this—you can make, depending on the night, depending on the guys, depending on you—but you're always gonna make more than a regular job, and you're always gonna do less. If it's slow, guess what? You can hang around and look pretty and check your phone. You can't do that at a normal job, which phones are a big distraction in the Very in the big. Way too big. <laughs> very big because even if you look around the club and you just see two guys, oh, it's dead in here, and you just get entertained in your phone, you could possibly miss the opportunity that one of those guys was going to spend a few hundred dollars on you. So, exactly. I'm not a big phone person at the club. Unless there is zero, zero, like not one soul in there, then I'll check my phone. But yeah. other than that, no.
0: That can be the biggest waste of your time and money is your cell phone. That and just bullshitting with other girls. That can be detrimental too, for sure. So
1: should we should we put that in another episode? Should we start another? should we do an episode specifically on what are the um, money
0: killers that we should do an, an episode on everything this is all well, right this but is we such a
1: definitely, like break them down so people can specifically like if they look at the names of the podcast they'll know what they want to hear like right now like the first one it's background story of Valeska and Valentina. But then if we ever want it, like if we switch off to another subject, we should make that its own podcast.
0: All right. So this is going to be the end of the first episode of how or why we decided to start getting into this industry. And on next episode, we are going to get into our first night, what it was like our whole experience on our very first strip club experience. So Thank you for joining us for our first episode. I hope that this was entertaining. Yes, this has been very fun for me and Miss Valentina. It's very nice to have you guys joining our podcast and we will see you on the next episode. Bye.